guys, welcome to another segment of the podcast. Today on the show, I'll try and share a few stories that I remember from my life, probably just two, because we have a very special guest to talk to us about hygiene in these trying times, um, especially about the female body. So we'd have her on the show after about five minutes, and she will come in and talk to us about one or two things as well. So to begin with, I remember the very first few years of junior high. Junior high for me was was like a stepping stone. I think that was when maybe I started liking school a bit, junior high. Because in primary, I was just, I was just there, like, from the very first episodes that we did. But junior high was different. Junior high was more involving, I think. I got involved in a lot of things. And then just the very first year of junior high, I broke my arm. And I didn't just break my arm because maybe you think, oh, my God, he was in an accident. No, no, no. I wasn't in any accident, like a vehicle accident or anything of that sort. I was in a wrestling accident. You see where WWE does an advert and says, don't try this at home. But I did the opposite. I tried it at home. I was with my brother. It was one beautiful Sunday morning. It was just a week or two weeks before junior high, first year of junior high opens. And beautiful Sunday morning, mom and dad goes to church. We were sleeping, sleeping like pythons that I just eaten. We were just sleeping. And so I woke up, there was no one there. My brother's like, oh, they're going to church. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then it just kicked in. I don't know what happened. The next thing I realized was well, we're doing that thing in WWE where you throw someone against the rope and then they go and they come, you carry them, you smack them on the ground. So my brother carried me. He was about to, you know, flip me over like the way John Cena does. There were a lot of kids or people that have siblings do that thing. So just before he flipped me over, you know, I was turning on his back and just trying to avoid hitting my back to the floor. And then just before he turned me over, or he flipped me over, I, as I was coming down, I just came with my hand instead of my face. I was just trying to protect my face, but I came with my hand. And immediately I just felt this cracking sound, like, and then immediately I felt like I'd broken something. In my mind, I was like, oh my God. Because I couldn't move my right hand. I was, and, and I'm right-handed, so I just felt numb. I couldn't move my hand, I was scared. In that moment, there was a lot of things that was going through my mind. I was like, how am I going to go to school? Would they even allow me in school now that I don't have my hand to write? My brother just goes, maybe it's a ligament tear. Like, really, dude? Really? This is the time you decide to act all geeky on me. This is the time you want to act smart. It's, it's a ligament here. I cannot move my hand. 
so they take me to our neighbors they try to position it well position it well but it doesn't work i still can't move my hand my dad comes in they call him he comes in they take me to the hospital then the guy the doctor clearly says your hand is broken and i'm like oh my god we take an x-ray and then it appears that because they were trying to fix it back in as they thought it was a shoulder dislocation or they assumed it was a ligament tear like my brother you know the bone had now shifted and so instead of them facing each other they were now against each other so they had to either pull my hand apart like stretch me and then maybe if possible operate and then put them back together and then you know support it with a metal or something and my mom said no we're going to try whatever possible means so we tried herbal medicine i was wrapping herbal medicine on my hand and then that shit burns that shit burns and the stuff was practically eroding my skin and then we had to stop that as well so we stopped that one and we went to the hospital of Fiaquanta and then the doctor that looked after me instead of casting the PP or the, the POP sorry instead of casting the POP around my entire arm just did it from um, my shoulder to where my uh, where my elbow was so practically my hand was still just moving around so it wasn't healing up and this but mind you i had about a week or two to the first day of high school and so i was nervous nervous to the to the max and then it goes on and then my dad does his connections and stuff and then he gets one doctor and then the guy's like oh he will come in there you bring the anesthetic or something like that, anesthesia, that thing. He's going to bring that, and then they're going to inject me, and he's going to try and pull my hand and then cast the POP around my entire arm. I'm like, cool, maybe that will work. So we'll fast forward, he comes, he does it, and the very moment he touches my hand to pull, the whole thing just vanishes from my eye. I was under sedation and then it just vanishes. I start screaming, I start shouting, I start, I start moving around. My dad holds me down, the guy does it. He casts the POP around my arm. And then a few hours later, I just slept through the night. I went to school with the POP. People get to write on it and stuff. I wrote on it myself, like, oh yeah, nice white thing. Use it to hide stuff. I got away with a lot of things. I didn't actually tell the teachers that I could write. I could move my wrist, my fingers, but I just couldn't move the top half of my arm. I didn't tell the teachers that. <laughs> so some of them actually thought I just couldn't write. So they were writing for me, you know, sitting by me when they put a question or a test. And then I would say they will write. If it wasn't correct, you, the expression on their face would show that I just changed my mind. And I go away with a lot of things, go away with a lot of things because of that. It also hindered my ability to yob girls, but 
it still gave me a lot of crushes a lot of people gave you sympathy love and sympathy crush because now you're one-handed you're like oh look at that guy he can't move his hand I can move my hand perfectly but you know you just accept it you move around with the pop with the with a chin strap or something like that and then you just just moving around and receiving all the sympathy love all the girls telling you sorry touching touching your head you, you know you love it you love it when stuff like that happens but there's just one story that happened for the first year of high school this is just the first part of the second episode we'll have our beautiful guest on very soon to talk to us about you know a few tips on hygiene we're talking about vaginal hygiene tonight or this evening and so please do stay tuned in and i'm sure you're gonna like this every viewer or every listener should be able to tune in and then listen to this it's gonna help you even if it doesn't help you maybe you know someone then you can share what it is that you've learned from uh, our health professional coming on to talk to us so i'll catch you guys in about a minute or a few seconds yeah peace Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. Today we have uh, Priscilla in the studio with us to talk about body cleansing and detoxification. So, Madam Priscilla, welcome to the show. <sighs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so first of all, we'd like to begin right away. We'd like you to, you know, uh, take off the lid about what we talk about uh, body cleansing and detoxification. Okay, so basically we understand cleansing. Cleansing means cleaning or keeping something yeah. clean. And detoxification, I would say, getting rid of toxins in the body, any part of the body. We have types of detoxification. We have the liver, we have the kidney, we have the blood, and we have the skin. So it is basically um, getting rid of toxins or unnecessary um, impurities. In the body, that's basically what um, body cleansing and detoxification really means. Okay, so there are tips that I think every woman should know. But coming from the health perspective, what are some of the tips that every woman should know about vaginal hygiene? Okay, first of all, um, let me let me say this one first. And um, the vagina itself, as an organ or the female reproductive system. Is self cleansing. It's self cleansing in the sense that it cleans itself. No matter what goes inside, there's a phase during a particular period that, like, the vagina gets to clean itself and makes everything yeah. fresh again. So, actually, as a lady, you do, you do not have you don't have to stress yourself with injecting things, buying this, buying that. All you need is to keep the place clean with just warm water and mild soap. Even with the soap, I am so against it because like, you might find one or two things that will mess up your normal flora. Every woman has his or her normal flora. And with the tips, sure. it's basically normal. You keep the place clean. You wear cotton panties that can, at least you can have some fresh air. Then okay. you urinate after sex. This is actually very important because like, if you have sexual intercourse, the male can introduce some 
toxins that we do not see, which can creep into your urethra. So if you urinate immediately after sex, it flashes out everything that the male injected inside. I don't know okay. if you can... So like this, these things really prevent UTI, urinary tract infection. So basically, it is something little that you have to do just to keep the place clean. Just wash with warm water and mouth soap. So yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Our last question today has to do about vaginal discharge and how to remain clean regardless. Okay. There are basically types of vaginal discharge. And every woman has vaginal discharge at a point in time. We have healthy vaginal discharge. The healthy ones are normally the very clear ones or the whitish ones. But the healthy one has no particular smell. It has no fishy smell. So if you are having a white or whitish discharge that has a smell, that means it's an infection. That means there's something wrong. But then if it is white... Yes, if it is white or clay and has no particular fishy smell, that means it is it is normal because that is the normal. As I said, the, the vagina is self-cleansing, so that means like there are other things coming out. And we have okay. the green and the yellow discharge. Green. That one, yes, that one means straight up is infection, so you have to get it checked. And we have the gray discharge. That one means you have um, BV, we call it bacterial vaginosis. That one is a whole topic on its own that you have to get a check. So these are the normal discharges that like as a woman you you would have to really look out for. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Um, thank you so much very much for coming on to the show today. And I uh, would like to have you on probably another sure. time to talk about some things. I can okay. wait. Thank you very much. And guys, until next time, peace. Peace.